Welcome to day number six of our 21 days of prayer campaign called Pray First. Uh, I want to encourage you to keep going strong through the weekend and hit Monday like it never saw you coming. Um, in today's devotion, I want to move us to a simple but very powerful change in our perspective uh, in prayer. And it begins with us noticing the incredible things that God has said to us and about us. Um, for example, speaking through Paul, uh, Paul tells us what set him up for awe and wonder of God. He said, he loved me and he gave himself for me. And so now I live my life in this earthly reality by trusting in the one who has loved me that much. Uh, and you can find that incredibly little, wonderful little statement in Galatians chapter 2. In verse 20, um, another in another place, Paul says that if anyone would get into Christ, in other words, if anyone would claim his reign as king over their lives, that our past is gone, that we become new creatures. And you can find that promise at the end of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And there are, I mean, a, a thousand other ones that I could bring to attention, but of course, we only have a few minutes. But these are huge declarations that have been made over us, um, that God says that we are loved, that God promises that we are loved so much that, that someone has actually given themselves up for us. The Son of God has given himself up for us, and now we can trust him for what we need in this life, that what we were created to be is now possible again, where once we were without hope. Um, and we see ourselves in these verses as just incredibly valuable. I mean, how much must he value us if he was willing to give himself for us? So think about it for a second. If this is what he has told us, that he loves us and that he finds us incredibly valuable, then we shouldn't think that our requests are prayed because we are empty. Rather, we ask and we request because he has told us that he is full. And what I mean is this, a lot of times we approach God out of desperation. For example, you know, I, God, I'm empty, or God, I'm hurting, or I'm lonely, or I'm confused. So God, that's why I am here praying. But instead, if we could shift our perspective and approach God by saying, God, you are full of good things, or God, you are the healer. You promised to never leave me. You are full of understanding and clarity. So Heavenly Father, that is why I am here praying. We shouldn't come to God because we're poor. We should come to God because he is rich. We shouldn't approach God because we're sick. We should come to God because he's a healer. We shouldn't come because we need to beg him for something. We should come because he gives good gifts to his children. Now, this subtle sh shift in, in our approach to God has one very practical result right away, and that is that it makes us pause first and think about everything that God is before we ask for what we need. It leads us to worship before we request. And when we take a step back and look over how amazing he is, we can actually begin our prayer time with praise before we ever petition. Now I want to share with you one more passage um, today before we go. Uh, Peter talks about this in what we call 2 Peter and in chapter 1 in the New Testament. In verses 3 and 4, uh, he says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Peter is saying in verse 3, God has already given us everything we need, and we take hold of what we need by getting to know him who called us. 
all that he has promised is ours for the sharing. He promises, or his promises rather, invite us to live within his divine nature, not our broken and disappointing natures, but we are invited to live from a reality where we begin to love the things that are enduring. And once we get a taste of what is divine, there is no longer anything in this life to tempt us. God has spoken the most incredible demonstration of his love and his fullness, and our prayer begins with what he has much of, not with what we are missing. So today what I want you to do in prayer is to start your prayers by naming all of the things that you know God to either be or have. Talk to God about his healing, about comfort, wisdom, companionship, all that you can think of that God is or that God has. And then ask God to show you one new thing today about himself. Um, for your Bible time, I encourage you to flip over to 2 Peter chapter 1 and read the things that Peter says are already ours. We just need to begin adding them to ourselves as we know God more and more. So I'm glad you're here on day six, and, and hopefully this is becoming more and more of an important part of your daily habit. And God bless you as you discover more of what God can be throughout your day.